Hello and welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap. I'm Doug, with me is Deb. Yay. We are San Lizzie. Um, he is in Seattle giving a speech. Well, he's traveling the world for work, which is great for him, but sucky for the podcast. Uh, no, that's, see, that sounds like a judgment. Judgment on us or a judgment on him? Judgment on him, and it should Oh, God, be. no. It's not a judgment on him. He's in Seattle giving a speech. That's fine. No, it's not a judgment. He loves his day job. It's not a judgment on him at all. Are we going to talk about how I named my tits after the Avengers? Actually, it's because you said my eyes are up here, and then I started laughing because I said it'd be great if somebody named their tits the Hulk and Iron Man. I'm wearing an Iron Man Hulk shirt. Needs to be explained. Um, uh, we should probably take a picture and post it on Instagram after this. Though, uh, I realized we made the joke like, which one would be which? And I realized that based on political leanings, Iron Man would be the right one. So, which one do you think would support Trump? Hulk, only because he has, like, a mental deficiency. Aww. Poor Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. Hulk sad. Yeah. It's uh, Trump going after that irradiated monster uh, retard vote. You know I'm making a face. Because you don't like Trump? <laughs> Whatever, who fucked who in your David Bowie dream? Bowie fucked me? What's your point? Did he really fuck you, or did I oh, yeah. uh, no, totally. quite us interrupt us? Well, yeah, no, nobody finished. He knows when to go out. <sighs> he knows when to stay in. Oh, God, I love David Bowie so much. Obviously. You know, I actually don't normally have sex dreams. It was very bizarre. <laughs> I just imagined it was like that uh, episode of Flood of the Concords where different eras of David Bowie are coming in. He's like, When Jermaine is visiting Brett as David Bowie as different eras. Um, Ash, no, it's... Uh, Ash is, uh, yeah, it's... No, uh, Jermaine has uh, visited Brett as different um, yeah, 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 eras of David Bowie. No, my favorite part of that episode <laughs> is when Brett thinks he's taking David Bowie's advice and puts makeup... Like, like lightning bolts on his penis and yep. pulls it out for the greeting part. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god. And he goes, no, I just meant like... Make a on your face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I just imagine like you're like, oh, David Bowie. And he's like, I'm Ashes, Ashes David Bowie. No, that's, and now that's it looks, so not how the dream was at all. And now it looks like you're kind of banging a pasty uh, tin man from the Wizard of Oz. No. no. That's what he looked like mm-hmm. in that video though. But I'm just saying that that was not how the dream went at okay. all. It was much more current, David Bowie, even though I know he's married to a mod, which makes me dry out in that lady area. Really? They've been married for like ever, and they have a daughter who is, I want to say, almost a teenager. But why does that make you dry out? Married men is not a thing for me. Oh. Well, you're not the one cheating. That's not the fucking point. It could be? No. No. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm not one of those people. Marriage is. Very important to me. Morally dubious. <laughs> Dude, if you want to be, if you don't want to be married, don't fucking be married. Well, I don't think it's that simple, but let's not get into that. Well, it's just not my thing. Unless you want Jessica Jones coming after you. Pass. I don't know. I'd have a sex dream about Jessica Jones. I'm sure you would. And I know How you'd have one. Your hips. And I would know. Nope. And I know. Nope. You would have one. I'm pretty sure he's married, actually. 
The actor. Oh. Not Luke Cage. The actor. Nah. His wife is dead. She real dead. She did. She real dead. But like I said, no, I'm pretty sure that actor's married, actually. Okay. Idris Elba? That's not Idris Elba. I know. I'm just kidding. They don't all look alike. I'm just kidding. Wow. Digging yourself a hole here. Yeah. Yep. 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 Not a good opening. Okay. Let's move the crap on. So the Flash. Oh, we're jumping right to DCTV. Yeah. Anything to get away from this conversation. So... Yes, obviously they have finally done... Speaking of black married people... Um, oh my god! Joe! <laughs> Fuck you! Good segue. No. Terrible segue. Awesome segue. That really bothers me they named it the segue. Kind of ruined that. Ruined yeah, that it really did kind of... Yeah, I was, I was actually... That, that popped in my head. You, um, you saw the little thing. Mm, yeah, no. Ruined the word. White nerdy. Um, so, so, The Flash. I thought it was a lackluster uh, mid-season finale. Well, here's the thing, is that they're basically, they're amping up what's going on with, um, Wells. Harry. Yes. Exactly. They're amping up what's going on with Harry, and he got to see Jesse for, like, what, like a minute and a half? On screen, but sure. So probably, like, 30 seconds in real life, but yeah. So, basically, he's made a deal with the devil, i.e. Zoom. Zoom. To make Barry faster so he can steal his speed. But there's other things going on. There's weird things going on with him and Patty, because she doesn't think that he knows what's going on in the real city. Ha 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 Well, ha. and next episode, they've... And they've... I can't believe that Joe and Patty haven't had an actual conversation about, you know, her shooting... Wells and what's actually happening. Like, I mean, does he think he can? Or keep that, her like, in the she's dark? like, "Hey, you're kind of involved with all this weird metahuman shit that you just say, don't worry about it." Like, like, I mean, that's is she huge. That oblivious, or she's she's stupid. the lowest lane of police detectives. Oh my god, she is the lowest lane of police detectives. There you go. I get, you know, what was going. Oh god, how much did you love Mark Hamill reprising his role as the trickster? I did. We'll get there in a second. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, but I was going to say, um. Things I was not happy with. Um, yeah, Patty being pretty dumb much... Dumb as a brick. A dumb, dumb as a brick. Her character arc in one episode seemed ridiculous. It seemed really forced. Uh, really forced? Like, reinforced. Like, it was... She went from, I'm gonna make out with Barry at the top of the episode, to I'm a murderous like, vindictive daughter character. Because I didn't go to the store one day when I was a teenager. My daddy Yeah, and then, like, killed. the Flash has, like, one pep talk, and she's like, okay, I guess I'll just arrest the weather, weather wizard, which doesn't make any sense because they put him in Iron... Not Iron Heights. Um, what do they call the, the one... Uh, the pipeline, um, which is, in the comics, in Iron, in Iron Heights. But, um, yeah, like, they're going to put him in the pipeline, so it didn't make any sense. Um... I want to get off on a little weather wizard thing, but I'll I'll wait um till we get to the rogues. Um. Yeah, like it was a lot of character development, but it seemed very forced. Well, they jammed Wentworth's in terms of Patty. Like I said, they jammed Wentworth's character development in there because I'm like, I know you're building towards legends. Oh my god. And and it's it felt forced with Joe, where he had to like kind of like no, he was really reconcile. upset, and then he was really happy. He's like, Which, I totally forgave her. Everything's awesome. I have a kid, like, or I have a son, like, and I can understand the I have a son kind of overtaking that, but 
I did like the scene where he gave Barry the watch. Because he said, like, if I, I had I a did son... I like the reinforcing that, you know, Barry is still his son. Absolutely. He raised it him. doesn't matter if Wally West comes into the Like I said, I did like the reinforcement of that. I also like the fact that Wally is named after his father. His grandfather. That's what they would have named Iris had, yeah. Yes, I, I liked that plot point, but it's just, it, they shoehorned so many things in. Yes. Um, in terms of the rogues, I loved Mark Hamill coming back as the trickster. I will always love him. Even though he was so, funny. so ineffectual. You said he's so funny. I loved the, the whole thing with all of the presents. Oh, we're going to get into that in a second. No, it just I loved the joke about all of the toys coming up to them filled with C4. The dreidels. Yes, excuse me, dreidels. Um, I like that in both uh, Flash and Arrow, they, they make reference to Hanukkah being part of the holidays as well. I love the joke they have about there not being any Arrow dolls. That cracked me the fuck Well, he says, like, you know, like, murderous vigilante, and, like, no, it's, who'd Barry's want, like... No, who'd want that murderous creep as a doll? Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, that's hilarious. He's trying. Um, he doesn't have super speed. The guy coming, uh, I, I don't remember the actor's name, but the guy who played the second Weather Wizard, Mark Martin, which is the actual name of the goddamn Weather Wizard, um, my thing is, like, how does he wield... A wand that should eliminate his powers? Doesn't make any sense. I mean, I know the weather wizard has his weather wand, and yes, I'm aware of how silly that sounds, but, like, that wand was supposed to, like, suppress his powers, yet he used it to enhance it without having any technical, like, know-how, which was, was very strange to me. That's actually something I really liked about Heatwave and Captain Cold is they made the brief reference to them taking apart their guns and learning so they how know, they work. So they know exactly how they work. Yeah, no, I liked that with uh, with uh, Captain Cold and Heatwave. Speaking of Captain Cold, why was he in this fucking episode? And our Pete shoehorning in background for Legends of The fact what that like Flash yeah, is like you're sucking at a villain, but you're sucking as a hero as well. It's it's the same throwaway line from that episode of Arrow where. Brandon Routh, as as uh, uh, Ray Palmer, says, like, I don't know what I'm meant to do yet. Well, it's the whole thing why Ray Palmer has to take his company back from Felicity. Because he's going to be a legend of tomorrow. Because he knows he's going to fucking leave. Um, in terms of the Trickster's presence and how they disposed of them, is the most Star Trek original series fucking bullshit science I've ever heard. We're going to throw it in the rift where it'll become magnetized and take all the other presents with it. Okay, you no. laugh like almost hysterically when they had all the broken out windows from the presents flying out. It was, you know, the thing is, I, the only reason I will forgive all of the bad science in Flash is because you have lines like when uh, Harrison Wells from Earth 2 shows up to that house and goes, your presents, give them to me. <laughs> or whatever, like, your toys, give them to me. Okay, or or thing, when or when no, or when they come across Captain Cold drinking the cocoa out of the reindeer mug, and he like berates Barry of all things to be out of mini marshmallows. Like, it's these little cute character nods that I like that make me forgive the horrible science behind them. Okay, 
Okay, speaking of good character nods, I love the Jay Garrick basically playing dumb for Caitlin for the Christmas mistletoe oh, the stuff. I'm sorry, I thought it was hilarious. Also, Caitlin's description of mistletoe. Uh, Caitlin's description of Christmas. No, her description of mistletoe made me laugh. Because at some point earlier this week, Brandon said to me, mistletoe is poisonous if you eat it. To which I responded, a kiss can be even deadlier if you mean it. And we both looked at each other and started laughing hysterically. Which is not how it happens in the movie. No, that wasn't the exact line, but you know what I mean. Which, by the way, that's got to be my new Christmas movie because Al Rooker fucking ruined Die Hard for the rest of us. Al Rooker ruined Die Hard. Uh, like a year ago, two years ago, he was like, oh, my favorite Christmas movie is Die Hard. And then everyone's like, oh, fucking Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Burp, burp, burp. And I'm Why like... Why did you just sound like Cosby? Because it felt like I was raped. <laughs> um, not kidding. I'm still talking, so you have to do it. Um, you? But no, so I guess I have to supplement my now, like, cool fucking Christmas movie as Batman Returns. Really? My cool Christmas movie is going to be Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Because none of us are going to pick Iron Man 3. Somebody really needs to get their car worked on. Um, in terms of DC, you have not... I've watched the last episode of Arrow. Arrow. Please go ahead and Gotham ended a week ago, so there's no Gotham this week. So Lizzie talked about that it made it look like they killed Felicity. I'll say that uh, when you watch the new episode of Arrow, in the previously in Arrow, um, they show, like, you know, uh, Ollie at the gravestone going, I thought this was my fault. It's not my fault. It's my responsibility. Mm-hmm. Right? They had set up three different characters to die, based on character arc. I'm a writer, I recognize this shit. Well, it's one of them Adam is the question. The Adam? Yeah. No, he's going to be in Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, but you don't know if he's dead or not. I mean, he totally set himself up to be dead to go join Legends. Like, we don't know that anything about White Canary either. No, we don't the, know if Sarah's going to be They thought he was dead because of the... The, the shrinking. Need, well, you needed the White Dwarf explosion, yeah, to make him become the Adam. They set up Quentin Lance, Laurel Lance, and Felicity. They're not going to kill Laurel. The more I watch it, the more I think it's going to be Quentin. That's bullcrap. I think they're going to kill Dresden. No, it it makes sense, but that's bullcrap. One, I love that actor. Two, he's been one of the more... Paul Blackthorne? Yeah, I love him. He's actually in the uh, DC Animated Universe. He he wasn't a great Dresden. Actually, I've heard he's a great dresser. Have you not watched the series? It's on Netflix. No, I, I never read the books either. Yeah, no, if okay, if you just watch the series as a series, it'd be fine. Because, I mean, he's great. But, I mean, as as a Harry Dresden from the books, not so much. Because Harry Dresden from the books is a little bit more comical. And Harry Blackstone is not comical. I mean, I wish they'd let him grow a little bit more hair, because he always kind of looks like a chemo patient. But I, I do like him as the chief of... Chief of Police? Commander? He's a captain. Captain, excuse me. Captain. Um, I liked his story arc in the first season of Arrow. I, I really liked him seeing Arrow as the murderous vigilante. I like that he didn't... Well, he still hasn't really come around to Arrow, but I mean, I like that he didn't work with Arrow until Laurel was in the mix. 
I just it's who are they gonna set up as his his police contact? And no, it's not gonna be fucking Laurel if they kill Clinton. Doesn't say James Gordon. Um, you know, I haven't read that much of the uh, Judd Winnick run to know if there's another another cop, yeah, or another cop. But I mean, there has to be. I mean, I guess they don't have to. But well, I like but then that the, the him fighting slash working with the law angle. Well, here you have the the whole like from Frank Miller's Dark Knight, where you have a. Uh, James Gordon getting out and Ellen Yandel coming in and saying, I will not stand for Batman. I will not stand for vigilante justice. Dot, dot, dot. Hard line, right? And then eventually through the comic, she softens her opinion. Um, maybe you need someone who Lance goes out and goes, you know, he softened on the arrow. Let's do another hard line on it. Well, here's the thing, though. If you think about it plot-wise, um, Diggle's wife, what's her name? Violet? No. Um. The one who worked for... She still works for Argus. Yeah, what's Um. Oh, I can't think of it off the top of my head. No, it's Lila. Okay. Lila. Here's the thing. It makes the most sense. Violet Lilac. I can see where you went with that one. Yeah, anyways, like I said, it makes the most sense that Diggle would die, but... Lila's basically been set up to be a character that's been killed. Like Lila's too small run. of a character to kill for no, a season but finale. No, absolutely. But what I've been saying is the series thus far has basically set up Diggle to be a single dad. Uh, but Diggle I, makes I, the most sense for the character to be killed in the season finale. I think it's, at this point, I honestly think it's going to be... You think it's going to be Quentin? I think it's going to be Quentin. I would say Laurel, but like... No, like in terms of in terms of in terms of the Green Arrow mythology, you need Black Canary. I know that there's the whole thing with he was gonna uh, uh, propose to Felicity, and whatever, and I don't think they're gonna kill Felicity to get out of that. I think that Felicity's gonna break up with him because he lied to her twice, even though there was time travel involved. Once, technically once. It's twice series. Technically once. About having a kid. You don't think it might be Thea? At this point, no. I think that and they're not doing. Not, they're not doing enough character development and on honestly, Theo. Honestly, the actor who plays Roy Harper, whose name is escaping me right now, Colton Hayes. Colton Hayes is set to come back for at least two episodes. This season. Yeah. Unless they do some major work on Thea, I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Quentin Lance. Okay. Well, you know, Ryan was the one that called it on who killed um, Sarah. He did. Yeah, he called Thea really early. And he's saying that, but yeah, but he said Thea was going to be in the grave. We'll see what happens. His theory shot, but he could still be right that Thea's in the grave, but just for a different reason. I miss the moaning at nightclub. Verdant. Um, just, just an, another word for green. Verdant. Um... And just to kind of cap the DC talk, um... Nobody likes Supergirl? That's not... I wouldn't consider that necessarily DC TV. Though there it's have been DC, rumors... No, it's just none of there us... There have been rumors that Flash and Supergirl are going to cross over. It said none of us like Supergirl. I mean, other people do, but none of us do. Well, there was a big reveal that I actually want to see. It doesn't make any goddamn sense if you read the comics. <laughs> but apparently... Apparently, her 
her boss at the uh, Callista Flockhart. No, no, no. The the one at the uh, alien tracking, whatever. It's not DOA, but it's um, Department of. Um, oh, what the fuck is the name of that goddamn thing in DC? But it's like a a, a metahuman shield um, for DC. The lead character, her boss, or uh, Supergirl's like liaison, um, Hank Henshaw, who in comics uh, becomes the cyborg Superman, hmm. or oh, a, Soul of Steel. In no, no, the exact opposite actually. Oh no, that's in, Batman. It was Soul of Steel. Come on. Uh, uh, yeah, Soul. Of, uh, uh, oh yes. God, talk about an episode that gives you the feels. Oh. Uh, and then he comes back. He comes back in a two-parter. It was fucking phenomenal. Like I said, the feels. All um, oh, the feels. And by the way, did you get a little misty during Flash? Which at any Flash? point? At any point. I actually was peeved at the end. I think they kind of did a, a total puss out when they introduced uh, introduced Wally West, and they don't show them having to introduce him to Barry. Yeah, they did. Not really. They invite him in. Yes, they invite him in, but I mean, they didn't really show Barry Well, we'll see where the next episode Like I said, they up. didn't show Barry connecting to him, which is, Barry is a part of the family. Barry is basically his brother. I mean, I know he's not blood, but still. I'm just wondering if the Kid Flash costume is going to hold up on screen. Not well. No, not well It'll at all. It'll look like the reverse Flash. Um, but that Hank Henshaw ends up becoming Super Borg Superman, back to... Super Borg? Super, <laughs> cyborg Superman, who, for all intents and purposes, is Metropolis's Antichrist. Go ahead. Um, he's been revealed to be Martian Manhunter. Well, I actually do like that. Damn it! Damn you, CBS, for being a dick and not putting your shit on Hulu. It almost makes me want to watch it for a second, where I'm like... I just want to see the reveal of him becoming... And it's like the new 52 Martian Manhunter where he's all like super fucking militant and shit. Like he doesn't look like... That might be really interesting. The fact that like the head of an alien hunting government program is Martian Manhunter. Here's the thing is that you watched the leak pilot like I did. The... Oh, leaked. Yes. Did you want to watch the series? God, no. Exactly. But this Martian Manhunter reveal, kind of makes me want to watch it. So, do we want to talk about the Lucifer trailers that have been coming out? It's coming out in January, which is where movies go to die, and I imagine that the same with shows. <laughs> no, actually, that's when they're launching Legends. Oh, rags, it's mid-season, sorry. Because um, there's nothing... Actually, when you set something up I, for a mid-season, you either have a lot of faith in it, or no faith in it. It's not a middle ground. Well, I think Legends is going to take off. I mean, I honestly well, think honey, that based on... they've already built it like crazy, and frankly, I'll watch it just for Sarah. Um, I'll watch it for Brandon Roth. Rough. I'll watch it for Hot Girl and whatever that dickbag's name is. Hot Girl and Hot Man. Well, I know what his name is, but I don't know what the actor's name is or the character's name is. It's like Carter something. Hall. Like I said, I'm Carter sorry, Hall he did Shire exactly Hall. zero to endear himself to anyone that episode. Well, no, he's Hawkman. He doesn't have to impress he's anybody. A God damn it, stop saying that. Fuckwad? Um, Lucifer, I 
don't have high hopes for. Well, no, it's... I watched okay, the, the series, pilot. The series might be okay Mm-mm. if I hadn't read the comics. The problem is yeah. I read the comics and it sucks. The comics were interesting and they had mythology and they had goals and they had interesting other things coming into them. This is just, you know, the devil taking a vacation it's, and punishing it's, people. It's the poor man's eye zombie with the devil. That's what it is. It actually just makes me think of, you know, when Tony Soprano actually went to go see a therapist. The first episode? No, it was later on in the series, and he makes some kind of Prince of Tides joke to her and sends her a bunch of Tide. No, no, you find out he's in therapy in the first episode. No, but it, it's later on when he gets... And anyways, it's not important. But like I said, it's just one of those things where I'm like, this is stupid, and I hate it. And I hate the fact that somebody optioned this and then fucking, like perverse distorted it into this thing you're talking about lucifer yes yeah because I, 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 I really liked the lucifer comics i liked the lucifer comics a lot i thought they were interesting i thought they were a fair representation of the devil that sandman had built this is fucking not and i like the lead actor i like the lead actor a lot i fucking hate him in this series if they made it more like if they learned and i don't think that, anything I, like david Bowie. Uh, that's very true the first appearance of Lucifer and Sandman. He looks exactly like Bowie. He looks a lot like Bowie. Um, I don't think there are a lot of lessons to be learned when I say this. Um, but I think if they didn't do the, like, the devil helping a cop solve murders, I think if they went more, like, a cult detective a la Constantine... It's just one of those things where it's like, hey, you know how Constantine failed? Let's make it shittier. Yeah. That's yeah, exactly agree. what the series makes me think of. Um, like and I said, I, Constantine I, I, was on the wrong network in the wrong time slot, but still. And it was a slow burn, and it shouldn't have been. And here's the thing: Fox does not keep series that don't perform, and this is on Fox. It's going to get kicked in the cut, like pretty much right away. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, like having, said, having watched, having watched the, uh, the pilot, yeah. And it's like, I, I really... Lucifer will not survive. To, to talk about Fox, I really liked Minority Report. I thought they were doing interesting things with it. I hated their B story. I thought it was stupid. But like I said, I really liked what they were doing with Minority Report. And Fox has, quote-unquote, trimmed their order. Which basically means they're canceled and they're trying to sell it to someone else. Yeah. But no one else is going to buy it. Which is too bad. Because like I said, I really liked the Mi- Minority Report TV show. And it's not going to go. They think Lucifer's going to do better than that? No. It's set Lucifer up for won't. far more failure. It won't. Um, and like I said, I like the lead actor on it. What, Tom L... Don't look it up. Don't look it up. I think it's it Tom up. Ellis. Something like that. But like I said, he's a pretty well-known British actor. And I've liked him in other things that he's done. And he suits he suits Lucifer perfectly, the character. It's just he's the premise. He's not good enough material. Well, then he's like teamed up with a cop who's somehow immune to his like devilish charms. It's silly. I'm like, so what, it's, it's Andy McDowell and Michael? Yes. He's blocking it. That's why he doesn't smell like chocolate chip cookies to her. He did smell like chocolate chip cookies. You know, he's the one who invented the concept of marriage. Ugh. Oh, I'm sorry, continue on. Um, do you want to talk about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle trailers? No, let's actually move... I want to slam through this a little bit. Well, we um, don't have to. We've speaking got of finales, mid-season or otherwise... Um, the Doctor Who season finally happened. So Doctor Who. Got a hall pass and everything. Um, 
I'll start with the easy stuff. There's a new Sonic screwdriver. It's not Sonic sunglasses? No, that shit's gone. Thanks he has a fucking him. screwdriver. He has his old TARDIS back. Because at one point he stole a new TARDIS. Um, which I will get to in a moment, which is things I don't like about this season. Um, it's one of those things where it's like, hey, did Moffat take a vacation? And somebody's like, you know what we should do is try and update this shit. And then Give just put his name on it. And put a new TARDIS in. Then Moffat got back and he's like, oh, you are so fucking fired and I'm fixing all of this crap. <laughs> like two-ish, also, two I'm episodes. Also, kind of um, Actually, no, this season kind of ended on a feminist um, note. Um... You did have Clara being alive. Um, her death is a fixed time and space that she has to go back to. But for all intents and purposes, she's flying around the galaxy with, uh, what's her name from Game of Thrones? Maisie. Maisie Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, until she has to go back and literally face the Raven, which, if you haven't seen that episode, that won't make any sense. But if you have, it will. Um... We're never going to get that spinoff. We're not going to get the Clara Me spinoff. I don't want it. Um, though I forgot to actually send you the uh, sort of Traxian uh, flowchart. Um, <clears throat> you know, my favorite little guy. The the no, butler no, for the... I remember. The, mm, yeah, no. I'll have to show you that later. But uh, I like that they were turning the Doctor kind of back to his roots. He fought and defeated Gallifrey... Did he play his guitar at all? No. And. Sorry, nobody can see us high-fiving. And he's got a song screwed over back. Like, they were turning this They're doctor just, back to his roots. I swear to God, it was like either Moffat was on vacation or he's on, like, some weird acid trip. I would go acid trip. Because I know he he wrote some of it, uh, some of the season. Or they put his name on it. Um, I appreciate that. Like, once again, I, I talked about it. They wanted to, like, bring Doctor Who kind of. Full circle? Uh, not full circle, but they want to make him hip, cool. The Doctor has always been cool, alright? Especially with Matt Smith's hair drapes. To, to make him, like, 80s punk was... It was a radical decision, and it didn't work out, and they were turning him to form, they gave him a sonic screwdriver, They've he's on his own, there's not any leads on who could be a new companion. It's not like, oh, is it going to be Danny Pink? Like, no. It's not. Um, so, basically, we're getting what I wanted a season ago, which is a fresh start on the 12th Doctor. I still don't like Capaldi. Um, or 12th and a half, depending on how you want to do the War Doctor. But, um, I, I, I think... I think your opinion will, of the Doctor, of Capaldi being the Doctor, will change on the next well, yes, season. Yes, but all of the guitar playing and sunglasses didn't help. No, and like I said, I think the next season of Doctor Who is going to change your mind. I think, outside of that, he finally revealed like why he chose the face he did, um, which we talked about weeks ago. Yeah, we talked about more. Um... I think this Doctor is finally going to have a season to come in to his own. You had fresh starts with Tennant, with Smith, uh, even with Eccleston. I mean, with Eccleston, and, and, and going very, even very farther very back, like McGann, like the, with the movie. Um, which, yeah, okay. 
Um, You're like, ooh. ooh, the movie's rough. Like I said, but but Eccleston, he had pretty much anything he could do. He had carte even with, like I said, with Tenant, even he had one season of backstory. Well, one season of recent backstory he had to play off of. And honestly, with Smith, he had room, but he made the most of all the room he had to play with. Well, and and they went okay. So you've been like kind of like the fun doctor. Um, it's time for you to get dark in hey, the in the in the rings of Akhamet or whatever it was episode when he's like screaming at the thing that eats like life and time and he's like take it all like you want my fucking pain fucking take it and Smith provided like that gravitas um, I think Capaldi hasn't had a chance to come out from the shadows of his predecessors. I'm rolling my eyes when you say that. I, I don't think Capaldi's had a chance to come out of his predecessors. Okay, you know what? I he, get that he he's was a great ten- actor. I don't like him as the doctor. Here's my thing. Like, he came into it with a pre-existing companion, and I think that can be good drama, but it wasn't. Well, nobody liked her. And, well, and not, and not to, uh, not to Clara's detriment, but like it's She's it's, not the pollen, so she's not she's not Rory or Amy Pond. Like it's a hard act to follow. And so is Capaldi coming into Matt Smith's shoes. I mean Yeah, but Matt Smith followed followed Tenet. That's a hard fucking act to follow and, and that first Tenet episode he brilliant. pulled it off like, oh what a nose. Oh, still not ginger. Like like I said, no, it's just, he came into the doctor after Tenet, and all of us were like, I don't I don't think anybody can do it. And well, he, and it's like, oh, who's this young guy we've never heard of? Like I said, he brilliantly surprised me, and I'm not saying episode one, it took him a whole season to win me over, and I'm like, okay, maybe this is okay. And then it was like incremental wins over the season for me to like Matt Smith. I think Capaldi needs, the way, the way that Matt Smith had... Matt Smith had, like, that Demon's Run storyline. Which she loved. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think Apaldi needs that. I think it will happen next season. Unfortunately, I think the the actress that plays Missy is going to be on a different show. I think an actor might be Gotham. Um, I, I'm not kidding. Um, Who's she going to be on Gotham? I don't know. Catwoman? I don't, I don't know. That's Selena Kyle, already cast. Um, shit, I'm trying to think of a funny fucking character. No, it's not happening. Um, I don't know, Nora Freeze? Nah, that doesn't work. Oh, that's not a funny character at all. Hi, I want to be on a coma for an entire season and then do nothing? Speaking um, of episodes that give you the feels, Heart of Ice. Yeah, well, then that revolutionized uh, Mr. Freeze. And I repeat, episodes that give you the feels. And won an Emmy. Mad Love. Uh, Mad Love did not win an Emmy, but Heart of Ice did. No, but it gives you the feels. Mad Love gave you the feels? The origins of Harley Quinn? How did that give you the feels? Dude, she fell in love with a crazy guy. Who completely twisted her, and she's going to love him forever, even though he's physically and mentally abusive. How did it not give you the feels? Because I believe. Do you it. not remember the actual? I don't remember. If it might be in the 
the DC animated universe where he literally throws her out a window and she says, I just didn't get the joke. There's one where she like, comes Harley out. Harley is so sad. I, I remember with the one where she comes out of the like, pudding and sa- the, the pudding pie and goes, don't you want to rev your Harley? And he's like, not tonight. I have to kill Batman. Or, um, it was a bad... Something along those lines. Yeah, like... Yes. Or, like, and then he, like, kicks the hyenas, or... Like I said, I remember the Don't You Want to Rev Your Harley. But, like I said, it's just one of those things where she's, she's, like, the archetype of the abused woman that won't leave. Well, you know, you say that, I shouldn't say abused woman. There have been a lot of writers in the comics that have taken her away from that. Yeah, I love her and Poison Ivy together. I love them as the and you and the she it's, it's not Suicide Squad but it's a secret six that she kind of comes into her own as well like I said I love her on her own but there's so much of her that's just completely tied in and fucked up with the Joker did you see the um, Assault on uh, Assault on Arkham animated no where they're basically uh, they, they're brought in to like uh, bring out the Riddler because he's got like a, a, a code in his cane or whatever. Um, do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. And, uh. <laughs> Sorry. How are those Suicide squ- Squad boys gonna fly without flapping their wings like an ass or something? Um, wow. or their ass like wings? Those Suicide Boys better learn how to fly or grow wings out of their ass? There you go. <clears throat> you should finish up this point, thought so we can move on. But at one point, like. She pulls a guard's gun on the Joker in a bulletproof cage and just starts unloading and gets, like, three headshots. The glass doesn't break, because, you know, they're not going to keep the Joker in a not-bulletproof cage. But, like, and Joker's like, oh, still not over it. And she's like, ah, moving on. (laughs) Like, I just, in my head, shot you three times in the head. What else do we have on the whiteboard? So, the Doctor Who finale. Fantastic. I do want to say, um... There I was... it's fantastic because it's making up for mistakes during the series. There was a moment where Doctor Who can slow his own, like, mental progression while he's on his way to die. Like, he kind of goes into his own head. Um, Just say mind, Palace. Yeah. And... He imagines Clara writing things on a chalkboard to help him figure things out. And she goes, you have to win. Can I ask you a question, Beth? Of course. In terms of Doctor Who, how does the Doctor feel about winning versus survival? Because Doctor is always survival versus winning. He would always choose survival over winning. Why? Because then he can fight another day. But does he consider winning in his own head? He considers survival winning. I don't. But they aren't mutually exclusive. I mean, I. I don't. Or they are mutually exclusive. I think they are mutually exclusive. I don't think winning even comes into the equation in his head. I think survival is always the number one. Okay. I'm, he's a he, he's a time lord. I, I look at the incarnation. Kind of a, no, a I don't two, think he I'm, I'm even kind thinks of a about two, winning. I think he's like, I'll survive to fight another day. Ha ha! But I think he looks at it like as a math equation that someone else doesn't have the answer to, and I think he looks at it as like, 
I'll always finish it in the end. Aha! Okay. No, I just, I, I don't... It, it just, it seemed really weird that he was stuck in this time loop in his own will and testament, his confession disc. They call it throughout the whole season. Well, it makes sense, considering how douchey he's been the entire season. But the fact is that like, when he, quote-unquote, sees um, Clara write something on a board, says, when, underlined, I'm going, is, is it win or survive? That was a really good joke, and you didn't catch it. Say it again. Does that mean he has HIV? What does that even mean? He said win. No Charlie Sheen joke? No, because that would imply Charlie Sheen will just... No, no, God no. I'm taking that off the list. We had to ruin the list. Right, I ruined the list. Um, what have I been doing this week? Watching Old Family Guy. Okay. I liked it a lot. You want to talk about that? Oh, so, um... From that? Yes, I can. Before I get into mine? No, they're, they're... Very short. Like I said, so last season, the Mindy Project got canceled off of Fox and got picked up on Hulu. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Hmm. You didn't realize that? No. Oh, shocking, because you didn't watch it. Nope. Um, it's a much better fit for the show. Like I said, because Fox does not reward programs that take risks and make it interesting. Yeah. Fox, looking at you. Thanks for giving Bones to season 11. I really like them. Anyways... Like I said, they um, got canceled by Fox and got put on Hulu, which is good because it's really actually making the show, I think, what she originally wanted it to be. But the last few episodes have made me so angry, not because they're doing anything wrong, but because one of the characters is basically being such an ass face. For a reason? Yes and no. Um, in the show, she has had a child with... Her partner. They're not married yet, but they're supposed to be getting married. Unfortunately, at some point, right around mid-season, his estranged father had a heart attack and he went to take care of him for a while. And when he came back, he's been nothing but a misogynist douchebag that basically wants her to quit working and raise their child. Like, to the point where he was trying to knock her up with another kid. Yeah, exactly. I get the motivation of the character, but I can't believe that he would discount her feelings enough to actually do these things and Fox would never ever let them have this plot line Okay. like the show is so much more interesting but it's made me really hate one of the characters one of your topics no you can wrap up on uh, Quantico you guys know I basically watch like all new TV I've been trying to watch the blind spot but frankly I mean, I watch it for the lead male character because I like looking at him, but the actual story is so convoluted, I'd rather watch a soap opera. I mean, Jamie Alexander, I like seeing you naked, but the story of this is literally so convoluted, I'd rather watch Days of Our Lives. Yeah, the minute they realized that, like, that they had, like, tattooed over her own tattoo of, like, the special ops or whatever it actually she was. gets even way more convoluted than that. Oh, Lord. There's a third layer... You guys can't see me snap. That's, him. I don't think an actual thing in science. 
It actually, it, I want to say it's called a cryptograph. It used to be a thing that spies would send where you'd have to look at the black and the off black to figure out what was going right, on. Right, but I mean, like, in terms of, like, your Tattooing? skin. Tattooing? No, I don't think yeah, that's a thing. No, your I skin don't... doesn't do shit like that. Skin is very Once unpredictable. Once again, bullshit science! Like I said, skin is very unpredictable. However, I want to talk about Quantico. Okay. Um, it apparently is a hit. How many tattoo levels are there? There are no tattoos okay. in Quantico. Like I said, it is apparently a quote-unquote hit. It was the first show, no, second show to get renewed. It's on NBC. NBC? Yeah, like I said, it's on it's on NBC. I really do like that their lead is Middle Eastern. I think she's Indian, but she's playing a character that I want to say is like half Indian, half white. Beautiful woman, incredible actress. However, it's just the way they make these characters behave is ridiculous. Like, one of the characters had an affair with this guy and is now sleeping with his FBI father. It's so stupid. So stupid. Well, it's just, if FBI agents actually act like this, who the shit is actually protecting us? That actually... Go ahead. Makes a lot of sense in terms of the... No, it's just one of those... Current political climate. You know what, actually, that makes sense. Maybe that's how FBI agents are actually behaving. You're like... It's all about ISIS and pussy. It actually is. It's And P-U-S-I. I don't know what that stands for, but it spells pussy. Like I said, no, that actually makes sense. But it's like, okay, think about Silence of the Lambs. Okay. So you remember Clarice being in the Academy, mm-hmm. which is basically the same place these people are supposed to be. Quantico? Yes, in Quantico. There was a little bit of weird tension between Clarice and her... Supervisor, mentor, director, or whatever like it I was. Said, yeah, he's basically her mentor. But nothing ever came. And I think of they it. do. They, I think they do expand on that in but other I mean, movies. In Silence of yeah. the Land, like I said, but nothing ever came of it. And she also wasn't involved with anyone else. Now imagine that tension, but with everyone and every other person in the academy. And there's alcoholics, and then the director has a son that was arrested for an attempted act of terrorism, but they stopped him, so she still has her job, and they can't fire her because she's a black lady. Like, it's a whole fucking thing. It's so Wait, bad. Wait, what? Like, they can't fire her because she's a black lady? It's basically because she's the woman who's gotten the highest rank in the FBI, and also she's of color, so they're like... And she's African-American, so... Okay. Like I said, it's just one of those things where it's like, it's so convoluted. Real life isn't actually like that. Oh, I'm sorry, unless your life is that convoluted. Doug? So to lighten it up... Um, I don't hate the show, I just think it's stupid. There are a bunch of Halloween movies that have come out on DVD. Divid? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched Goosebumps. Not Ghostbumps? No, why would it be Ghostbumps? I, I, never mind. No, why would it be Ghostbumps? I just figured at some point in the series they'd actually have a book called Ghostbumps. Well, you'll have to talk to R.L. Stein about that. Wasn't this Jack Black's Goosebumps? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weird. It was fun! Like, it was... Did you read those books? You know, I was just old enough that I really didn't. Did you read um, things to uh, stories to read in the dark? Yes. Okay, sorry. We, they're, I, they're working I know on that. We, I, I know story. we've already had this conversation, mm-hmm. but the art on that, still to this day, fantastic. Yes. Anyways, continue. Moving on. Goosebumps. Um, no, I never read them. I thought one I, they were I liked it. Like, two, I, I scary things. You know, like, I, I remember, like, the, the, the ventriloquist dummy that was, like, you know, possessed by a demon or whatever. Slappy. 
I believe his name was. Did you ever watch Are You Afraid of the Dark on yes. Nickelodeon? Yes. Like, I loved that show, but I hated Goosebumps. Is it just my age? Yes. I, I think that's a, there's a, a, a very... Specific age. Yeah, and it's like, it's like very... Like fifth grade? And it's very close on that one. But um, I, I liked it. I, I thought it was funny and cute and... You think my neighbors are dropping something? No, that's their goddamn cat jumping off his piece of furniture. Sure, great. Let's just keep moving on. Um, it probably didn't get picked up by the mic, so I don't know why you'd bring it up. Um, <clears throat> um, I liked Goosebumps. I thought it was cute. I'm wondering kind of what it made in box office, because it wasn't huge. Um, they didn't do a lot of promotion. No, they really didn't. Um, but I thought it was fun. I liked it. I wish I would have seen it in theaters. I mean, I really did. Um, just Jack Black playing kind of a cranky R.L. Stein. At one point, one of the characters... Okay, I do like the idea of Jack Black as a cranky R.L. Stein. That sounds hilarious. At one of the at one point, like, he's pretending not to be R.L. Stein. Um, Does he get hit by a van in Maine? Actually, funny you should say that. Oh my god, I was totally making a joke. Does that happen? Because that's hilarious. No, at one point, like, he's like, I'm not R.L. Stein. And the guy's like, whatever, you're just like a poor man's uh, Stephen, Stephen King. King. Which prompts Jack Black to flip the fuck out <laughs> about how he's actually sold more books than Stephen King. Like, it was a really funny joke. Um, I like Goosebumps. I also watched uh, Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. You could not stop laughing at the opening. It, it was Blake Anderson jamming to uh, Beyonce. Um, I will say like I like laughing like an idiot. It was, it was funny, um, but the telegraphing was way too much. Um, everything they set up got paid off in the most obvious way humanly possible. Um, I would rather watch Cooties again. Ooh. I I would say that in terms of. Like, Officer McHottie's zombie boobs pop out. That was in the trailer. Like, I'm sorry, that was really funny, mostly because of his reaction to it. Yeah, but if you see the setup, then, like, that payoff, like, isn't as funny. Really? They made it less funny. Yeah, I, right. I wasn't that thrilled with uh, Scouts, Scouts Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. I would have rather watched uh, Cooties all over again. Especially in terms of, like, zombie gore. Like, except for the chick that's, like... Because <laughs> this is, like, the slut um, stereotype in every horror movie. Where she's hooking up with some guy. And he's like, we're gonna fuck. And she's like, no, we're not. But, like, you can eat me out. Which I'm like, is not a... That's not a thing. No. Is, yeah, not a compromise whatsoever. Um, that's not something high school girls think. And, of course, like, she's, like, putting in her iPod, like, headphones, and she's, like, I'm gonna get eaten out to, like, just listen to, she I don't know, the her, killers? I don't she know. She in her iPod headphones to have some dude go down on her? Well, you know, he's also, in high school, so also, he might suck no, at it. Also not a thing that happens. So, when the guy's about to go down, he gets attacked by a zombie. And then eats her pussy. Like, literally eats her pussy. 
Yeah. She pops up again with blood running down her legs and some guy goes, Jesus, girl, get a tampon. Like, there were some fun, sophomoric humor so moments. It's, it's extremely lowbrow. It is, like I said, there are some really fun, sophomoric moments in it, but I don't think it was as smart or as sophisticated or as developed as Cooties. So, I'm going to say shovel it and then level it to Cooties. Else yet. Oh, we've only got a couple more things. There's. Oh, so I finally watched the Bill Murray quote unquote Christmas special. Eh. Really? Okay, I, liked... I told you I didn't like the director. No, I loved Bill Murray in it. I loved Chris Rock in it. I peed myself for Chris Rock in it. Considering how much screen time they gave to Miley Cyrus, <laughs> that's about all I have to say. Oh, sorry, Paul I Schaefer. don't like. Sorry, uh, Paul Schaefer. I love you and everything. P.S. I love you. Um, I mean, I do like Bill Murray, but like I, we talked about this off air last week, where I'm not a huge fan of uh, Sofia Coppola. Uh, Coppola. Um, I don't like the bling ring. I don't like anything she's ever done. Oh my God! Here's the thing about Marie Antoinette. It is so beautiful, like the costuming in it, the makeup. Music yeah, spot on. The pacing, the... the story, stab me in the vagina. You know, or have a zombie eat you out. Yeah. Like I said, Marie Antoinette, it's it's gorgeous. The music is beautiful. The scenes are beautiful. The costuming is wonderful. The makeup's incredible. The plot is horrific. The pacing is beyond terrible. Well, speaking of pacing, directing, and costumes. There are a couple of trailers that have hit online this week. So I recently actually watched um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for the first time. The Michael Bay. The version. first one. Yeah. Oh my god. Why? It's a horrible piece of shit. It's a terrible piece of shit. Fun fact. Have you seen the trailer to the second one? Nope. I'm going to see it. Yeah, actually. I'm going to see the shit out of it. A co-worker of mine said the same thing simply due to Bebop and Rocksteady. And the turtle van. But yeah. Um, I think this one, like, getting past the ridiculous fucking origin story of that April O'Neil saved the turtles and her dad was a thing, like, I think we're gonna move past they that. They used to be my pets! I think we're gonna move past that. We're gonna pull a Highlander 2 on that one and just go, eh, never really happened. Like, what are you talking about? Highlander was great. You're talking about Highlander 3, which is an apology for Highlander 2. Yeah, we're going to pull a Highlander... Oh, yeah, yeah, we're a Highlander 3. And forget that Highlander 2 happened. Thank you. I was about to be really ticked at you. I'm like, Highlander was great! No, I meant that we were going to ignore Highlander 2, is what my my point was. I said I was about to be really peeved. You know, because they're aliens. Um, I mean, awesome Michael Ironside, but... No, Highlander 2 is terrible. It all happens, like, in, like, the post... Okay, I don't... Anyways, uh, yeah, you and I are both just going to get upset. Um, term, uh, the Terminator. The, uh, it's about the uh, Ninja Turtles two uh, trailer. I'm actually really psyched about. I'm actually. It looks like they're trying to finally appease fans by getting new ones in as well. Um, and rumor has it that you may not have outright seen it. 
but the Technodrome is in the trailer, which implies only one thing for the third movie. Krang. Oh, Krang. You know, the little tendril brain. I love Krang. That, like, burped like Rick. No, I loved Krang in the, the cartoon series. I also loved that the turtles were able to disguise themselves as quote-unquote fishermen by wearing, like, wool peacoats and knit caps and Irish knit sweaters. Well, I don't think that's going to happen on the new one. Um, but no, but I'm just saying, that cracked me up in the series when I was, like, nine. I think this one is going to be significantly better than the first one. And here's the thing. I didn't hate Megan Fox in the first one. I didn't hate Will Arnett. I hated the I didn't hate Will Arnett. I hated hate Megan Fox. What did you hate about Megan Fox? Can't act, weird thumbs, uh, backstory. In that order. Backstory's not her fault. That's why it's the last. (laughs) But can't act is first. I'm sorry, your body dysmorphia is like a weird prejudice that you have. What does that mean? I wish I had a stub to poke you with. No, that's point number two. Point number one, she can't fucking act. She's a horrible actress. She's in the Ninja Turtles. She doesn't need to act that hard. Same with Transformers. Say it right. Transformers. Sorry. Like, she literally is drawn to roles where she doesn't have to act. Or react react poorly. Fuck you. Fuck you on Keanu Reeves. Because of Wick. Actually, like, it, it took some amount of emotional distance to be able to play Neo in the first Matrix. After that, I'm with you. Like, eh, bleh. But, like, to be so mechanical in the first Matrix... Johnny Mnemonic. You already had the practice. No one watches Johnny Mnemonic for Count Reeves. We all watch it for Duff Lundgren. It's thing, Jesus anything time. Anything else on the list? Absolutely. The X Men Three, X Men Apocalypse trailer popped. I, I get why. Have he, you seen it? Yes. I get why he looks that way, but he still looks so cartoony. No. Oh God, no. Oh God, no. Comparatively to like that weird purple lit where they all compared him to the guy from uh, Power Rangers, like Apocalypse. Brian Cranston. What? Brian Cranston was one of the dudes in the suit on Power Rangers. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, not one of the Power Rangers. No, 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 no. Like, one of the bad guys. Huh. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. She's like, I'm just hanging out, cooking meth, fighting kung fu uh, sci-fi warriors. In a few minutes, I'm going to be a broken down suburban dad with too many boys. Um, uh, <laughs> in the middle. Um, one of them in the middle. Sorry. Shouldn't lump them all together. Um, well, I mean, Reese was in the middle with him. And then, so was... Okay, you're over... Big bang. Um, Apocalypse in this... In these trailers... Comes into his own. Like, I'll... I mean, I'll admit, like... He's supposed to be the first and most powerful mutant, correct? He was the first. They're apparently gonna talk about that he... Fused with, like, celestial technology... To become immortal and invincible? 
Um, but he always has four horsemen, um, which apparently is Storm, Magneto, and two other people. Um, <laughs> we haven't seen any of Gambit in this. Well, you know, there have been a lot of rumors and other things going on with Tatum Channing playing Gambit. Like, he signed on, and then he dropped out, and there was rumors of a director change, and then we don't know. It's That's for a solo. He's going to be in it. We'll see. I am excited. Like, once again, like, having those really weird pictures of Apocalypse coming out, um, I was not thrilled. Um, but seeing the trailer... But, I mean, we both love Days of Future Past. And... We know Brian Singer is a X-Men fan, and he's not going to do Apocalypse wrong. So here's the thing. You know what Brian Singer's first directorial film was? Usual Suspects? Yeah. That's a way to come out of the fucking box. Are you kidding me? The Usual Suspects? Well, he did at People as well. That was after? Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, the Usual Suspects is your directorial debut? Good God, man. Well, like, you think he's slumming? Think about X-Men movies he did that I hated. The first X-Men? I'm just saying. He... That's it. Like, all of his other X-Men movies have been awesome. Okay. What, about, what are you thinking that he did that was so terrible to no, the X-Men I, franchise? I, I think he actually kind of is slumming He did it. one, I think he which knows... was alright. Two, he... which was fucking awesome. Three, which was terrible. That was a name. Uh, to do Su- Superman Returns. Now, here's the thing about Superman Returns, is I kind of uh, have... No, I kind of have the... No, it was uh, uh, Vaughn. Uh, what's his name? Um, Vaughn did... Um... No. Superman Returns. No. no. Vaughn did uh, uh, Superman 3. Uh, Superman 3. God damn it, Deb. Um, X-Men 3 was not uh, Brian Singer. Singer. He left to go do Superman Returns. I have he a- came back for First Class, which was... One of the best movies I've ever seen about the uh, Cuban Missile Crisis ever. Um, and then he did Days of Future Past, which we loved. He's literally done. Who did Wolverine? Uh, that was... Uh, the first one was... Ugh, not Singer. No, I just want to know so I can send them an angry email. Oh, I don't remember who the first one was. The second one was uh, James Mangold. And then we were, I think we're waiting on word from the third one. No, no, Jackman said he's done. And we haven't seen any Wolverine in... Well, I guess we're not going to see any Wolverine in X-Men Apocalypse, right? Why would you? Exactly. Um, here's the thing, though. Like I said, I, I kind of have the Brandon Roth opinion of... Um, Ralph. Well, it's actually Roth. It's Ralph. The realms of mouth. Yeah, we're going to look this up when we're done. Superman Returns, where okay. it's like, if you go back and watch it now, you won't hate it as much as you did. Like, I don't think people really gave it a fair chance. Like, I really like Kevin Spacey and Parker Posey in that movie. I do. I, what I don't like is, like, that bullet hitting his eye, and then, like, yeah. And he doesn't throw a goddamn punch. Like, they didn't give him... I appreciate they we, gave him a... Yeah, but him not throwing a punch is kind of because of Man of Action. comic 
Superman didn't throw a punch for over a year. Yes. Um, action Comics. Action, excuse me. But they, they had a company. It, it was it was written by it was written by uh, uh, Stephen T. Siegel, who is part of Mad of Action. That's what I was talking about. Okay. Like I said, but yeah, no. like they were like, he's not just power. We'll have him not throw a punch for a year. Yeah, I appreciate that, that, but like, movie is a really terrible decision. Exactly. I and then you have the overcomp. It, then you have the over. They, they overcompensate in Man of Steel, and they have like a half an hour fucking fight scene between him and Zod. The flippers. Not yet. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm we'll sorry. see. I, I love you, Michael Shannon. Um, in terms of the X-Men <laughs> 3, um, I'm really excited for it. Um, the more I see, the happier I am. Let's just be honest. Olivia Munn dressed as Psylocke. Um, oh, no. All about Olivia Munn dressed as Psylocke. And I also like that they Mohawk cast... Storm? No, but I also like that they cast Olivia Munn as Psylocke because they could have cast a much younger actress and I would have been really unhappy. I think she's age-appropriate for the role. Well, and they're not going to get into like her whole backstory where she's like a... Yeah, well, <laughs> it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole thing. It involves bionic eyes and body swapping. But I'm just saying, I really like that they cast her because she is age-appropriate. Because they could have cast, like, a 22-year-old, and I would have been like, this is bullshit. I'm really excited for how Apocalypse looks. Especially, there's that scene where you see him growing and crushing someone in the X-Mansion. Like, you're showing his abilities, and that he's absorbed all of these abilities. Um... And the very last scene. Which is a bald Xavier. He loses his hair in the 80s. While everyone else was growing it out. And doing coke. He was losing it. And not doing coke. Oh, excuse me. Professor Xavier. Not doing coke. Um, I've been playing Dragon Soul, which is a really fun new RPG. Okay. Let me tell you how fun it is. It's... Do you remember that claymation uh, video game? I don't know why I'm asking you. The one with the, the guy that burped for like 10 minutes? Yeah, the killer yeah. snowman and all that. Yeah. Um, it's got that sense of humor in it, where one of my characters is actually the centaur... Oh, what is it? Centaur of, of the party. Or no, Centaur of Attention. That's what he is. That's actually really funny. Um, Centaur of Attention. I've got a a faith healer. Um, It's got like kind of a surreal um, sense of humor to it. It's really good in terms of in-app purchases. Um, I will say that the like energy, like recharge, especially once you buy. Some stuff in app. A little slow, a little lacking, um, but tons of side missions, tons of missions, tons of like little. They have like fight pits um, where you can rank up. Um, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Highly recommend that. I believe it's on Android as well. Yeah, I'll get right on that. Oh, it's a time. It's a time sucker. I, I guarantee you. Well, I'm, I'm going to check it out later. Like, when I'm not outdoors and it's snowing. 
It's not that bad outside. I think I saw an ATAT walker. Say at at. What are you fucking. Alright, bandwagon, whatever. At at. That's how I've been saying it since I was a little kid. It is an at at. You know, I used to have a poster in my room that said Ski Hoth. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I got that from the Star Wars uh, ride in Florida. Like I said, app of the week. Um, I recently bought a Fitbit charge and finally got here on Monday. Like I said, I've loved the company ever since I got the Flex two years ago. They replaced it twice for me free of charge. And they wouldn't replace it a third time, because why would they? But they did give me 25% off my next purchase, which is really nice considering the company. I really like the charge a lot. I like the fact that I don't have to pop it into sleep mode. It does it automatically. I like how often the app um, keeps up with it and Bluetooth. And as you saw, it doesn't do it with my... Blue teeth? Like I said, I saw it with my text. I don't see it with my text and email because thank fucking God. But if somebody calls me, it will give me the alert on my wrist. Yep, we just And give that. me the uh, ID name on my wrist, which is great. I also like that the battery is really nice, but we'll see how long that lasts, because apparently because of my line of work between the heat and the water, I kill batteries. So, I don't think we have a corn star. No. I even though your dick is healed. I still haven't, I haven't had the time to Masturbate. really... Yeah. Um, too busy cancer. to jerk off. I'm gonna get the cancer. Hashtag first world problems. Um, in terms of. you think in the third world they'd have a lot of time to jerk off? No, exactly. Not AIDS. Jerk off. You're not giving anybody AIDS when you're jerking off? Can you give yourself AIDS by jerking off? No! Oh. You ignorant. Where do they use a monkey hand? That's where it came from. That's out there on the internet now. Forever, Doug. So, kind of a combination... Out there on the internet now, forever. <laughs> kind of a combination red shirt. Um, internet tells we're wrong. Um, and this is something I thought of... And I meant to bring up, and then someone corrected us on Twitter. Um, someone listens to us on Twitter? That sentence doesn't make any sense, but yes, someone who listens to us... Well, you know what I mean. Yes. Contact us on Twitter... Um, I meant to bring it up, and I got totally, I wouldn't say steamrolled, but I kind of got, um, distracted by you and Lizzie. Um, Vandal Savage actually takes the place of Shadow Thief in the DC Universe, or the DC TV Universe. You did mean to make a comment about that, I yes. did, actually. I believe I made, like, some stray reference where I was like, Shadow Thief, remind me later, and then nothing, nothing ever happened. happened. Yeah, no, um, you did make a comment about so I wanted to correct that. Yes, Vandal Savage does take the place of Shadow Thief, who is like a negative psychic incarnation of Hawkman, who punishes him throughout time. It's a great couple of episodes on the Justice League cartoon, um, but Vandal Savage kind of filled the role for that, which admittedly. I liked the nod to Shadow Thief, but there wasn't really a nod to Shadow Thief. Um, it was that Vandal Savage has been around for 4,000 years, which we talked off air a couple weeks ago. Vandal Savage has been around since way before that, um, ever since he was that caveman that slept with a meteorite. Did you say slept with a meteorite? 
Yeah. It was warm. Who knows if we rubbed up on it? I don't know. Awkward. Only if you're the meteorite or the caveman. Awkward. Um, do we have a social contract this week? Um, in mistakes I made. Let me think. Don't slip and fall. No, that was last week. Actually, you healing up this week. Knees are starting to feel better. <laughs> um, um, stick something this week. Don't like starting, uh, don't start liking expensive ginger beer as opposed to shitty ginger ale. Because my Gosling's is like five times the cost of Canada Dry. Mine would be don't trust day job vendors to do their job. Yeah. That's why we're getting started later in the afternoon than we should. No, it's fine. You know what? In the end, ginger beer? Oh, no, I do have a mistake I made this week. Crap. Um, you know that scene from Sorority Boys where he cleans out the sink? Nope. He has all the hair and makes the wookie noise? Nope. Yeah, what is Sorority Boys? It's a terrible movie. But, um, so yeah, I clean, clean, cleaned out the trap in my drain in my shower this week. Full of hair. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm going to showers here, but I know that when I do laundry at the beginning of every week, I can pretty much build you a new cat every week. Oh no, it's mostly my hair, not the cat's hair. It's a lot of cat's hair. No, no, I mean in the drain, it was mostly my hair. Oh, okay. Because in my laundry, it's mostly cat hair. Well, you know, I vacuum pretty much every day, and it's a lot of cat hair. Well, you know, you're a cat lady, though. You're a dick, Doug. You meet Damn the, it, we miss Ryan. You meet the mathematical requirements to Yeah, it's, be it's, it's a hockey pins of an apartment plus one. I have in excess of one cat. You're a cat, Lady Deb. Oh, yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!